Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The company that owns Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp saw its stock plunge after hours today. Shares in Meta dropped after unexpectedly heavy spending on its Metaverse project led to a rare decline in its fourth quarter profit. Meta shares fell 22.6% to $249.90 in after-hours trading. If the drop holds until the market opens again on Thursday, the company's market capitalization, its overall value, is on track to fall by nearly $200 billion. Well, that story is from yesterday from John Roberts. If it holds, it did hold. Meta's stock plummeted more than 23% in trading Thursday. Today, dropping to about $247 per share. And it did wipe out $200 billion of its market value. That's a lot. Oof. Things go up and down, but a $200 billion drop is a lot. And what's driving it is, um, because things go up and down, like I said, and sometimes they go down and they come right back up again, so it's a non-story. But it is interesting that Facebook lost users for the first time since they started. It's hmm. the first time ever that they've gone backwards. And is there anybody listening that doesn't think Facebook is going the wrong direction in terms of its um, uh, popularity, it, the people's opinion of it, its influence on the world. That's yeah. just a feeling, right? Sure, it feels like something that's peaked. And, and yeah. it's no it's no mystery why the whole meta thing and the metaverse and Zuckerberg is evil, but he's smart enough to understand you know that it has peaked, I think. And its newest ambition is off to a slow start, the whole meta thing. Facebook showed for the first time on Wednesday how much of a money-losing proposition its investment in virtual and augmented reality hardware has been so far. The suite of products the company dubs the Metaverse. Uh, uh, It builds the Oculus Quest headset, which I bought for my kids, I've talked about, which they're not nearly as interested as I thought. I mean, they really dug it for a few times, and then uh, they haven't gotten it out in a long time. Really? I'm surprised to hear that. I'm surprised by that, too. Maybe it, it, I might just have not downloaded the right games. I mean, you have to buy each individual game. They're like 50 bucks a piece. So maybe there are better games they could be playing. Uh, but that lost $3.3 billion in the quarter. As far as that, though, how many times did I hear about Amazon? They still haven't made a profit. I mean, come on. It's just ridiculous. Right. As they, as they sowed the seeds of what was going to be the dominant business in the world and made uh, Jeff Bezos the world's richest man for a period of time. So, you know, this could be that. He could be laying the ground for this virtual reality world thing that is going to take off and be huge. Well, that's the crazy thing about uh, tech and tech stocks is that, and and, Tesla is a great example of this in a way, too. In the past... If if Henry Ford said, hey, 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 I got these boxy black cars I want to build, and I'm going to have, like, uh, one dude just put on doors. It's going to be more efficient and everything. So we're going to sell boxy black cars for, for less. The world didn't go crazy and bid Ford stock up to the stratosphere based on the idea that it could happen at some point. It's very much the opposite. You drag the stock forward with your earnings, that sort of thing. But with tech... I mean, somebody has an idea that sounds promising. All of a sudden, their market capitalization is is through the roof. And maybe they uh, meet those expectations. Maybe they exceed them. Maybe they close their doors next week. You just don't know. Well, I have been wrong about practically everything tech-wise that I can think of. 
It's very hard to predict what people are going to be into and what they're not going to be into. I'll be shocked if the whole virtual thing doesn't end up being like smartphones, practically. I mean, everybody has one, everybody does it. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would agree with you. I think you're probably right. I just, I'm not sure I need it or want it or it would be good for me. So that's kind of cooled my enthusiasm for, for looking into it that much. Yeah. Um, I do want to get my kid because I do think it is the future. I kind of want my kids to be into it just because I have a better idea what it is. Maybe I need to recommend any games for kids that are around my kids age 10 and 12 that you really like on the Oculus Quest. Text line 415-295-KFTC. You want to hear something funny? My nieces, who are virtually the same age as your kids, um, they love... Virtually or in real life? We're talking, nearly. We're, talk, more, <laughs> we're talking virtual headsets and virtual reality. That's and, a good point. Poor choice of words. Yeah. They are almost exactly the same age as your kids. Um, they love this game, I guess, where they're working at a Mexican restaurant. And they've got okay. to like. Make I got to get my kids into this game, <laughs> and then I will take your paychecks and deposit them in my account. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they whip up tacos and burritos and stuff yes. like that, and you can see them flailing around with the the headset on. The rest of it, they love that game. Little Tom Sawyer esque, but I, I like it. Well, and they're not yelling for $15 an hour either. They're doing it because it's fun to make now, tacos. I've got a good game. Clean the toilet. <laughs> it's called uh, janitor time. Yeah. <laughs> the goal is to make the toilet as shiny as possible and have it smell clean. <laughs> now, I'll give send, you a, send them to my place next. I'll give you a 50 virtual something or others if you do it. Shifting gears somewhat. Uh, we like the fact that Jake Tapper is doing a "Hey everybody, China still sucks" feature every day. Oh, <laughs> during the horror during the Olympics, and here was his latest from yesterday. It is the side of the Beijing Winter Games that China wants you to see, as told by a Russian YouTuber. He's just one of many foreign influencers granted access to China's Olympic venues ahead of the Games and posting videos that shower praise on the host country. As the Olympics kick off, get ready to see a surge in China-related posts on your social media feeds. CNN found some of it is even expected to come from inside the U.S., paid for by China. How do we feel about American companies taking money from the Chinese to put well, out and, the... And American influencers. You got a, a ton of Instagram followers. China's probably reached out to you and asked, hey, you, why don't you just say some good stuff about the Olympics? We'll write you a big check. How do we feel about that? Is that the free market at work or are you a traitor to your nation? You should that be one. shunned. The second one. Shunned. Shot. After, of course, a trial, jury by your peers, etc. Yeah, you're, you're working as a propaganda flack for the communist Chinese. I want to see those people in Leavenworth. So keep in mind that any positive thing you see or hear about the Olympics quite possibly is just paid propaganda from, from China. Uh, Putin's headed there today. Yeah, the world is going to gather in Beijing with... President Xi and President Putin, I'm using my finger quotes for both of these people they call president, uh, they're both going to be there, shaking hands and smiling. And the world is going to act like they're not an evil presence, a presence out to ruin all of our lives, all, our, all of our lives. What is going on there? Yeah, I know. I know. 
It's awful. Oh, that reminds me. I saw this uh, this article about uh, Enos Cantor Freedom, the Boston Celtic Center, the Turk, who's, well, he's an American now, and God bless him. Welcome uh, to our land, my brother. Uh, but he's uh, he's been talking, speaking out about all the basketball stars who have these giant endorsement deals in China and and how they are, are social activists at home, but they're supporting slavery in China. And I only bring it up because uh, I came across this report, uh, Dwayne Wade, initially signed a 10-year, $75 million contract with the Chinese company you've never heard of that was converted into a lifetime agreement in 2018. Wow, that's Warrior, a lot of money. Oh, that's the point, yeah. You know, why Why are people consorting with China? Warriors sharpshooter Clay Thompson signed with Anta Sports in 2014 and re-upped in 2017 on a reported 10-year, $80 million deal. Trailblazers guard Players Association president C.J. McCollum left Nike in 2017 for a richer five-year agreement with Lee Ning, while Hornets guard Hornets Gordon Hayward joined Anta in 2018 on a four-year deal, etc. Tens of millions of dollars to these guys. Wow. Now I'm guessing they they're sports stars and their agents handle this. Now I'll bet they don't even really know what's going on. But uh, that ain't cool. That that's got to end. That has got to end, doesn't it? Yeah, you'd think. Here's an interesting back and forth. This is. I'm not going to make a moral judgment here. I'm gonna. I'm just talking about what argument might work. So you have this gal who's the director of global global advocacy for the Uyghur Human Rights Project. She she said these NBA stars risk tarnishing their well earned reputations when they stand up for human rights at home, but ignore them abroad. Well, Adam Silver, the the uh, commissioner of the NBA. Um, Bald as a cue ball. He is. He is. Um, <laughs> he is. Oh, I'm sorry. So the uh, the, the advoc- advocacy girl said, uh, woman, if athletes are speaking up and stand- saying, I stand for justice, they cannot be selective about exempting China and the ongoing genocide from their concern. But Adam Silver, who's raking in the cash from the uh, exploitation of the Chinese market, defended the league and its players, saying it's no surprise they're most vocal about the issues they know best. The league, he says, quote, the league and players' track record of leadership and social justice speaks for itself. I don't believe it's hypocritical that the league and players focus their attention on issues that are closest to home and impact our own communities. Do you think that's a good enough argument to stave off the pressure? Certainly not for me. Can you imagine Mickey Mantle in 1962 signing a multi-gazillion dollar deal with the Soviet Union? Right. Right around the time of the Cuban Missile Crisis. Right. Come on. It's the same thing, really? Yeah. I'm Mickey Mantle for Brezhnev baseball mitts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's insane. It would never happen. But we are now a junkie and a pusher is China. We're addicted to the cash. We're addicted to the market. Our corporations, I mean, these basketball players making $80 million. Apple is guffawing at that amount of money. Nike is holding its sides as it laughs. laughs. We're talking billions and billions and billions of dollars. You got to lower your ideals of freedom if you want to suck on the warm teat of China. You know, I bought a new pair of Nikes the other day. I shouldn't. I, at the time that I was buying them, I thought I shouldn't, I shouldn't be wearing Nike. But they just fit my narrow feet well. So <laughs> your feet like your mind narrow. Um, uh, and plus, you know, those shoes next to the Nikes, I would have to do a few minutes research. They might be every bit as bad. Sure. I mean, it's the principle that you know the biggest always gets the most attention. Right. Um, yeah. 
you know, the biggest corporation gets a lot. Walmart is evil. You don't hear people railing against Target. They're roughly, you know, in many ways the same. Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, I don't want to name any other brands in case they're not as bad, but maybe the next shoe is every bit as bad. We got to take a break, but uh, the uh, more Olympic news about the COVID. We mentioned yesterday this could explode into a, like a really, really big problem. I think it already has. That's next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. NFL is being sued for racial discrimination by former Dolphins coach Brian Flores. According to the lawsuit, Ross attempted to incentivize Flores to purposely lose games by allegedly offering him $100,000 for every loss that season. Wow, what a waste of money. The Jets will lose for free. But that's pro bono. So how is that part of the whole the NFL is racist lawsuit though uh we have uh i don't know exactly uh, there's there's very little of his suit that strikes me as being about actual racism yeah, yeah we, we were actually uh alex watched it so maybe we'll get into that later that he seemed to water down some of his claims a little on cnn last night i wonder if maybe he feels like he got out over his skis i don't know that 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 claim that I went to interview the, for the job, and I found I found out through other channels that they'd already made their decision. Yeah, that's the way it works. <laughs> it happens to everybody all the time. So that's not proof of anything. That's not proof of anything. Yeah, I, uh, really, in any field, any industry where they have uh, you know diversity quotas for interviews, they find the candidate they want, and then they do a bunch of interviews. Yeah, and, it yeah. may be unfortunate, but it it happens. Yeah. Uh, oh, I wanted to update on the COVID situation. So, um, we mentioned the one of the people that was supposed to carry the American flag into the big, giant, gleaming, slave-built, probably, stadium there in Beijing for the Olympics tomorrow night. Uh, one of our athletes had the COVID. So, they're not only going to not get to carry in the flag, but they're probably not going to get to compete at all. She's a bobsledder. And we were wondering, the way Omicron spreads, if she's got it, how does everybody not have it? Omicron spreads like crazy. Also worth observing, if she does have it, who cares? A bunch of fit young athletes in their 20s? Who cares? Germany only has one pairs figure skating team at the Olympics, and one of those skaters tested positive for COVID, so they're likely not to have a team competing in one of the most high-profile events at the Olympics. How many other skaters got Omicron at their practice in there? Well, I was just reading how for the last several weeks, I mean weeks and weeks, uh, the American athletes have been sequestering themselves away like there's some you know, uh, nuclear holocaust that happened or a zombie apocalypse. They're just hiding away from their families, their friends, their loved ones, just praying they don't get the vid because China doesn't let anybody with the vid stay around. Coming up next segment, we'll get into, are you going to have to wear masks at the Super Bowl? I mean, I'm not going, you're not going. Uh, most people aren't going, but uh, interesting look. The NFC Championship game, same building this past Sunday, no masks. Super Bowl, well, they're going to try to have everybody in masks. Stay tuned.
Yeah, that's because they've been unmasked as hypocrites and fools Ooh, anyway. Ooh, that was a play on words. Anyway, uh, so I don't know if this has to do with COVID. I've been trying to figure this out. Nancy Pelosi just unofficially announced that for the State of the Union address, which is a meaningless spectacle, uh, she will only allow 25 people to sit in the House of Representatives to listen to the old man ramble. Because of COVID? Well, see, that's the thing. Yes, apparently... But, you know, as this uh, editorialist writes, the Omicron wave is well on its way down. Cases about half what they were a week ago. They're the all t- vaccinated. Well, right. Exactly. Risk levels are already low. They'll be extremely low. Everybody's vaccinated. They can mask up if they want. And they just can't really figure it out unless it's that there's a geriatric president. And I don't know. Is he frightened by crowds? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I mean, right. I, I, anyway. Was there a crowd for the State of the Union last year? I don't remember. I think they were at like one fifth capacity. For some reason, I don't remember that. Yeah, I can I can picture the uh, kind of scattered with a few feet between them uh, thing, which is in a in a room like that with dozens and dozens of people, utterly ridiculous, completely useless. Uh, Republican Cawthorn representative uh, just called Biden a geriatric despot on the House floor. Some people. Uh... I think that's a, Ooh, a GD. Pretty strong. Geriatric despot. True huh. international average of pressure. Well, that's a good point, sir. They're going to try to get everybody into masks at the Super Bowl. Is that going to work? Got a little more on that coming up. Hilarious. Uh, if you miss an hour, grab the podcast. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Ladies and gentlemen, the mayor of Los Angeles, Eric Garcetti. I wore my mask the entire game, and when people ask for a photograph, I hold my breath and I put it here, and people could see that. There's a 0% chance of infection from that. I held my breath while I was getting my picture taken. Oh, whatever. Whatever! None of us are wearing our masks. And when we do, it's because the restaurant made us wear it for two feet till we get to the booth. It's all stupid. You people are you people. And by uh, people, I mean, like Eric Garcetti and Barbara Ferrer there in L.A. County. And just, you know, there's the list all over the country to Fauci, to, to Biden, to whomever. You're living in a fantasy land out here in America. We're going about our lives. What the frig are you even talking about? I represent science. So we're talking about the NFC Championship game, which was in Los Angeles on Sunday. And in theory, for the county, the stadium, and the state, you have a triple order to wear a mask, and nobody was. Have you seen any pictures emerge of the mayors or the governor wearing masks? I haven't. No, no, I I haven't. And I would think, because they're claiming, no, no, I only took my masks off, mask off for my picture with Magic Johnson. Otherwise, I had my mask on the whole time. I would think... They would have gotten out pictures of them in masks if they were readily available. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, well, the fact that I haven't seen them isn't proof of anything. No. But I saw a lot of pictures of Gavi without his mask on. Gavin Newsom, the lunkhead governor. Um, uh, Eric Garcetti, not so much. He's He is such a... He's so unmoored from reality. He is such an academic and such a dweeb. I could picture him as the only guy in the stadium wearing his mask the entire game. Well, I was about to say, they were in the weird position of, I'm not sure which is worse for them politically. If they're sitting up there with masks on and you can pan out and see 80,000 people without masks. I mean, it just, 
what the hell is going on there? Right. When, when that's happening. What the hell is going on? But. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gabby. But now we're going to hear from the county health woman or whatever uh, about the masks for the Super Bowl and all that. And thanks to the generosity of the NFL, residents and fans attending the Super Bowl experience will be able to take a free rapid antigen test when they get to the event and then take home a free over-the-counter test kit to use before gathering with others on Super Bowl Sunday. (laughs) Wow, you can actually hear the beep, beep, beep of the truck backing up that load of S. (laughs) Again, who is this for? You got people coming in from all over the country, many, many people who haven't worn masks or or, or thought about the disease in forever. And the good news is we have tests for everyone. What are you talking about? (laughs) They are unmoored from reality. God, it's just so dopey. Eric Garcetti, I take it off briefly, then hold my breath. Gavin I wore Usher, my mom. mask the entire game, oh. and I'm, when people ask for a photograph, I hold my breath, and I put it here, and people could see that. Why, a Why would you do that? Chance of infection from There's that. a zero percent chance of you ending up seriously ill. What the hell are you talking about? So they didn't enforce it at the NFC Championship game. Same stadium for the Super Bowl in a week and a couple of days. They claim they are going to enforce it. There are going to be N95 masks on every seat in the stadium. And they're going to have ambassadors going around to help remind you to put your mask on. A term I've always liked in my life when you're, you claim you're helping to remind me to follow some law. <laughs> ambassadors. Hilarious. I know. Ambassadors <laughs> helping to remind you. I mean, what kind of Orwellian crap is this? They're going to be there in their three-piece suits with their top hats. <laughs> I am the ambassador from Italy. What's the matter, you? Put your mask on. And then, the, then the, I'll remind you. And then you say, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot the pandemic. Oh. Right. Completely forgot. <laughs> Thank you, Madam Ambassador. <laughs> Thanks for the reminder. It had slipped my mind. You know, this would all be hilarious were people's rights not being taken away, were kids still remote learning in a few thousand schools, uh, but with masks covering their faces uselessly, with all the developmental problems that's ha- that's caused. I mean, it, it'd be a joke if not for the reality that these idiots who are so completely unmoored from reality are actually in charge and ordering the rest of us around. I'm glad our friend Dave is going to be in one of the booths during the game. Maybe we can get real-time updates as to how many people are wearing masks or how strict they're being or that sort of thing. Are they actually going to be booting people who paid $800 a ticket out of the Super Bowl because they didn't have their mask on uh, in between bites of food? Or are you going to enforce it in those suites where people are paying millions of dollars? And these are people who are not used to being told what to do. So uh, I, I realize we're veering off the plan here, but I really want to get this on again. Uh, found out Oregon health authorities have made the mask rules in school permanent, which is just completely the opposite of following the science. Um, and then schools all over the country, kids are staging, uh, call it walkouts, masks out, the, the hundreds of them walking into school without masks and getting kicked out for it. I want to play this to you real quickly. It's a high school in Washington State, uh, clip number 14. What we're hoping is that they kick us out. This sounds bad, but we're hoping that they kick us out because they have to report that attendance to the state. And if the state sees a day where 100 or I don't even know how many kids are here are absent, they're going to start asking questions. 
Our hope is, is we can get this statewide. Now, I might get in trouble for this, but the plan still stands. Everybody is going to meet at the back row of the senior parking lot, and we're all walking into the school with no mask on. You can get me in trouble. They can suspend me. I don't care. We're done with this. And obviously, all of you are, too. Now, again, we're doing this peacefully and respectfully. If a, st if a staff member asks you to put a mask on, you say no, thank you, and keep walking. And if they kick you out, then go home. Sounds Mark. good. That kid has it down. And he made he emphasized several times, whoever that young man is, no disrespect. Do not use this as an excuse to be disrespectful to any teacher, staff member. That's not what this is about. You're going to discredit what we're doing. So everybody, mind your P's and Q's. Whoever this kid is, he's a leader. Where do you think most people going to the Super Bowl will be from? It's mostly corporate, corporate America. <laughs> so that'd be the the coasts then. And since it's people from the coast, it might be a lot of people who are used to uh, ongoing ridiculous COVID rules. Well, I would agree with you, except there are going to be uh, people from the country clubs of the coasts and the the uh, the high dollar restaurants of the coasts. Nobody's putting masks on them. The, the Wall Street Titans, you think they're wearing masks? Not a chance. Well, I was in an arena full of people Friday night with mask rules in effect, and nobody was wearing a mask. Nobody was enforcing it. I mean, it becomes a, uh, a logistical impossibility fairly quickly. If you, have, if you have, during the national anthem, thousands of people without their masks on, you just got to throw up your hands and give up, don't you? Well, now, what are you going to do, go around to thousands of people and try to convince them to put their masks on? Well, I'm picturing it unfolding this way. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, I'm crazy. But uh, the ambassadors at the Super Bowl say to somebody, hey, you got to put your mask on. He says, no, I'm not going to. And they call security. Security starts to drag him out. The people around him or her will know why they're being dragged out. They will not be pleased. They will all take off their masks. And I could see it degenerating into a real spectacle. They won't show it on TV or they won't show it on TV much. But I could see this becoming a real moment in the, all right, the mask mandates, which are utterly unnecessary, according to any responsible scientific, uh, you know, uh, body that's that's when it, the beginning of the end occurs that's well, what i'm hoping if i'm on the side of masking which i'm not but if i was if it was my job to try to get everybody to wear a mask i'd say we got to jump on it early because it's a uh, it's a look it's a look around you situation that's the way it was at the arena the other night for us i wasn't paying attention but my kids said dad do we have to wear our masks nobody else is and i looked around and nobody else was so we took them off it's going to be that way at the super bowl and so I would think you got to get people early as they're coming in. Keep your mask on. Keep your mask on. Because if people start coming in and looking around and seeing masks, they'll wear them. If they look around and see no masks, ain't going to be nobody wearing a mask. Well, they're so going to sit down and see people taking off their masks. I think it's going to be determined very Who's singing the national anthem? Is it Whitney? By the time the national anthem <laughs> happens, uh, it will have been... The, uh, the, the, the overwhelming feeling of yes or no will have already occurred, I think. I wonder. And it's going to be hilarious if you got 80,000 N95 masks rolling around on the floor with the beer cans <laughs> because nobody's wearing them. Hilarious. Oh, I'm glad I remembered. I almost forgot. We have posted at armstrongandgetty.com, and this is for parents especially and grandparents, 
an, an advocacy toolkit called Children, COVID, and the Urgency of Normal. It is steeped in science and, and medical authorities explaining why your kids, especially the littler kids, there is no good reason. They should wear masks and plenty of reasons they should take them off. Again, it's children, COVID, the urgency of normal. It's linked at armstrongandgetty.com. Speaking of good ideas, word from our friends and sponsors at Simply Safe Home Security, the best security system for your house. The best. The fact that it costs less, it's simpler, there are no long-term contracts. I mean, that's a super bonus. But in terms of keeping track of your house and your stuff and your loved ones, can't beat Simply Safe. Yep, they're really good in less than a dollar a day. You can set it up yourself in around 30 minutes with no long-term contracts or commitments, and you have as good a home security system as you can get. Maybe the best, depending on who you ask. It really is fantastic. Uh, look, at, There's a reason, I think, that there are no long-term contracts and commitments. They believe in their product. They know you're going to like it. They don't have to rope you into a contract. And uh, we're big fans of the new wireless outdoor camera from Simply Safe. It lets you see what's happening outside right from your phone. And it alerts you when anyone approaches, maybe the kids getting home from school or some rando about to break into your home. So you always know who's there at your doorstep. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Get 20% off with interactive monitoring and claim a free indoor security camera. That's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Hey, if I say something like who's singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl, can somebody look that up? Who's got time to, like, Google that sort of thing? So I'm not doing it. Uh, Mickey Guten is singing the national anthem? Oh. I don't even know who that is. Oh, Mickey Guten. That's funny. This will be the first year. I guess that's an aging thing, huh? I finally reached the age where I don't even know who the hot pop singer is. I've never even heard their name before who's singing the national anthem. I might be pronouncing the name wrong. It's a girl, okay? Mickey Guton? She might be fantastic. I just don't know who it is. There are a lot of good singers in the world. There are. I had one more thing to mention. I don't remember what it was. I liked what you teased. Oh, Joe has the rundown on the big CNN sex scandal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's now become clear what's actually going on there. Uh, as I said earlier in the show, ducks, icebergs, and sex scandals. There's always more under the surface than you're aware of. Now I know why Zucker's gone from CNN, and it has very, very little to do with the fact that he was knocking boots with a fellow senior executive. I'm not completely buying your premise. It's, it's so, indirectly related. Sex scandals and icebergs. There is more than I would expect going on beneath the surface. Ducks, I think exactly what I think is going on under the surface. There's a great deal of activity that is unseen. I think the rest of their body and their feet are paddling. Am I right? Well, it's hidden, though. It's hidden. Okay, that's that's it. Yeah. I mean, maybe, you know, your duck knowledge. It looks is, placid and calm on the, on the top, but underneath, lots of lots going on. Right. Yeah, roughly. Tawdry stuff. No, the sex not scandal, the not the ducks. Although ducks, ducks reproductive uh, stuff, the way they do it and their parts and all, highly troubling. What website have you been on? That's weird. Duckporn.com. Wow, that is weird, man. Yeah, if you haven't heard this, it explains the whole CNN sex scandal. It will make sense after uh, Joe tells you next. The Armstrong and 
the slow dancing with a bleach blonde tramp and she's probably getting thirsty right now he's probably she gets very angry in this song oh it happens yeah, imagining this is it's not good for you it's sitting around ruminating whether it's you or the guy from the killers with she's taking her dress oh, off and I just, no think of something else turn on a ball game <laughs> So when we heard the sex scandal story break and the top guy at CNN stepped down, one of the most powerful news media figures in the world, resigning so quickly when he said, I was uh, was in a relationship that I failed to disclose to my bosses. I think a lot of us responded with, you lose your job for not telling your bosses who you're dating? (laughs) That's weird. Um all right, and how do you enact a policy like that? What, exactly when do you have to tell the board of directors? When she touches your privets or vice versa or first kiss or, or what? If you, second date? I don't know. I think tingling sensation. First time you have the tingling, I'm falling in love sensation, you have to tell your boss. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. So a couple, a couple of things. I got, and now I fully get what's going on and why they let him go. And it has something to do with CNN's terrible, terrible ratings. But... First of all, the whole, we were friends for a long time, then during COVID, we, uh, it became something more to our mutual surprise is just a pile of bull dung. Which is fine. I, I expect you to lie about your personal sex life. You don't need to tell me. Right, your extramarital affairs, yeah. especially. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I got I got a different angle on that in a second. But just in general, the who you're in a relationship within is not our business. You don't have to tell the truth about that, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. But they've been together for years and years and years. And the only reason I point this out is the whole thing is steeped in dishonesty. I mean, nobody's telling the truth here. So they've been knocking boots forever, been... Uh, you know, traveling together and vacationing and, and having late night meetings in their hotel rooms when they're off on assignments and also anyway. But here's why they let him go. And, you know, when you're riding high in show business and the news attainment business is absolutely show business, sure as the movies or sitcoms or anything else. When you're riding high, you can get away with a lot. And sometimes people get so used to getting away with a lot, it turns them into monsters. Like uh, like Matt Lauer, Harvey Weinstein, Jack mentioned earlier, great examples. They became monsters. Yeah, you think you're untouchable. On the other hand, when your ratings are down, look out. Those things that they <laughs> <Look> were. Look out. <laughs> all those little picayune things you were doing that maybe were off the books-ish or something. All of a sudden, somebody decides, oh, that's terrible, and we uh, we can't tolerate that. And uh, I'm sorry we have to let you go mm. over that, You know, even though they've ignored it for years and years. Um, luckily, our noses are as clean as uh, clean noses could be, so we don't have to worry about that sort Cleaner of thing. Cleaner than I would like it to be. But here's what actually happened. You remember CNN sacked Chris Cuomo, the brother of the gropey feely New York governor, for becoming his brother's hatchet man, private investigator, and discreditor of accusers while he was masquerading as a journalist and he was actually, on CNN. And he was actually, there are some stories of him sexually harassing people there at the workplace also. That's true. In yeah. his own life. So not only was he, wow, trying to use the power of his position to discredit women who are making, I'm sure, legitimate claims against his brother. That's an awful thing to do. Plus, he was a pig himself. Right. Runs right. in the family, apparently. So, though he was the biggest star on CNN, uh, they they had to let him go to, 
to, I guess, preserve a, a shred of credibility. So anyway, they can him, and he and his lawyers, Chris Cuomo and his lawyers, go to Jeff Zucker and uh, this woman, Gallist, who's the uh, the lover in question, senior executive with CNN, and say, hey, yeah, I'll go quietly, but you got to pay me out my contract. It's $18 million. Well, Zucker wow, that's and Ga- a lot of money. Oh, I know it, for a dope like him. So anyway, Zucker and Gallist say, uh, go pound sand, you're not getting anything. Well, Cuomo's lawyers go over CNN's head to CNN's owner, AT&T, and go to their lawyers and say, uh, hey, you're paying out our boy's contract, and one of the key reasons is you're only selectively endorsing the sexual harassment rules there at CNN. For instance, the president of CNN has been knocking boots with his executive in violation of the rules for years now. And AT&T said, hmm, $18 million? Perhaps we will start enforcing the rules regularly. They called Zucker and said, you got to resign. I think it's ridiculous that you have rules to enforce that are two consensual adults he's 56 and she's like what all close to 50 and they're clearly in it together um they both want to be in the relationship mm-hmm. they're at roughly the same level of power not that that should matter to, in my opinion either i can't believe that's an enforceable thing but it is at most corporations so this is what happens when you try to codify courtship when you try to write zero tolerance policies for having a crush on somebody and then turn it over to the lawyers to figure out what's what i got a little more on what should matter to society out of this story but maybe we'll kick off hour number four on that if you ever miss an hour you can grab it on uh, the podcast at armstrong and getty.com armstrong and there's a lot of good stuff at armstrong and getty.com armstrong and getty